fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? Today I'm grateful for all the people that work behind the scenes to pull off all of these incredible events. I mean, there's so many incredible events. You go to them and you're just blown away every single time. You know, we have an event coming up May 12th through May 14th. So just next week, you can go to beyondthecon.com and you can join Dr. David Martin, Dr. Zelenko, Carrie Madej, Kevin Jenkins, uh, myself, John Hewlett, uh, Nicola Burnett, uh, Nikki uh, Florio, um, my goodness, uh, Tom Renz is going to uh, join us as well. You know, folks, we got so much to discuss about hope, health, and freedom at this event. What's really cool is the first day is going to be free if you just want to sign up to get checked in, dialed into the legal things that are going on, the legal efforts that are being uh, made to press the issue of criminality, go to beyondthecon.com, beyondthecon.com, and make sure that you, you sign up for at least the free day one. What you'll get when you sign up for the free day one is you'll get my book, at least a chapter out of my book, Energetic uh, Volume 1. You'll get Chapter 5, The Art of Eating Healthy. I'm going to tell you one of the most frequent things that I hear one of the most frequent things that I hear among patients and even students is, but doc, I already eat healthy and I'm still not feeling good. It's like, well, your body doesn't think you're eating healthy. <laughs> if you're not feeling good, your body doesn't think that. So what we've done is we put together 16 principles, right? Because it's not about protocols. It's about principles. We put together 16 principles so that you can compare what you do against those principles and see which ones of them you're doing a great job but also maybe which ones of them you didn't realize that you needed to be aware of. And then that can help you get your diet a lot more in order. And then we have some specific things you can do, like doing uh, delayed food allergy panels and really knowing which foods are going to be healthy or not for you. In fact, I'll probably do a whole show on delayed food allergies. Why don't we say we put that on the books for the coming weeks uh, so that we can educate you on that as well, because there's so much you can do with just your diet to help you make sure you don't need a doctor. You don't need to go to a hospital or, you know, these, these places that we're very uncomfortable by, but anyway, go to beyondthecon.com, sign up for day one. You'll be able to get all day one free. You'll be able to listen in on uh, David Martin, as he tells us what's going on with his cases, Tom Renz, as he tells us what's going on with his cases and myself, as I share with you, what's going on with our federal grand jury filing. Uh, you also get um, an opportunity uh, to join us for the rest of the uh, event, and that's going to be our health and our hope days. So uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing on Friday for all paid registrants is we're going to be having everybody, everybody kind of come together and, and, and really talk about what is going on with health. How can we make sure that 
we don't need to go to a hospital, right? Because that's the big thing right now. And then number, uh, and then for the next day on uh, on Saturday, the final day, we get into the hope. I'm going to be sharing with everybody everything we've learned to date about working with the injured community, the people who have been injured by the mRNA shots, okay, especially. So we get, we have a lot to share. I've been working with that community extensively uh, over the last uh, almost a month and a half uh, plus. I've been working with some people who are injured for over a year and a half now. So I've got a little bit of background in it, learned a lot, and want to share that with the world so we can see about getting some more help out there. Uh, for everyone, especially for the folks that are like, what do I need to do? My body hasn't felt right since I've gotten these shots. What do I need to do to fix that? Uh, I think we have a couple options for you. So check us out beyondthecon.com uh, and join us. And folks, if you, if you ever want to track down something we're doing, take some coursework, learn some skills that are going to last you a lifetime, go to energetichealthinstitute.org. That's energetichealthinstitute.org. You'll be able to sign up for our mailing list there, download the Art of Eating Healthy ebook for free as well. You know, just a lot of information. We want to get it out to you. We want to share it with you. We want you to put yourself and the people you love in the best position you can be in to be completely healthy. Now, today we're going to talk about detoxification, cell cleansing, fasting, kind of all three, but I want you to understand all three are different. Now, when we talk about detoxification, detoxification is what's happening at the systemic level. All right. So for all of the tissue, you know, like you can detox a liver, that's an entire series of tissues, hepatocytes, right? I should say entire series of cells, hepatocytes. Um, you know, you can detoxify your cardiovascular system. You can detoxify, you know, your nervous system. You can detoxify systems. All right. Um, cleansing, when we start talking about cleansing, it sounds like it, the name it's cleaning, but you're cleaning specifically the cell and you're helping the cell get the waste out and right. And the cell has really two different processes that it can use to get waste out. One is going to just be through the P450 cytochrome system, which is an enzyme system that helps the breakdown and biotransform things so that they're in a non-toxic form. So the cell can essentially get rid of them, you know, basically kind of the cell poop them out, right? We're going to be talking about poop today, by the way, <laughs> a lot. And then, uh, and then when we get into fasting, there's a it, fasting is different than cleansing and that it engages a different mechanism of the cell. See the cell has multiple ways to stay healthy. And if you understand how to engage those multiple ways to stay healthy, especially in a healthy sequence, what you end up doing is giving the cell the best opportunity to help you feel really good and look really good too, to be honest with you. So we're going to be talking about that, you know, but keep in mind when we, a lot of times we use these words interchangeably and we shouldn't detoxification, cleansing, fasting, you know, you'll hear people call them all kind of the same thing and they're really not detoxification is what's happening at the tissue level, at the system level. Cleansing is what's happening at the cell level. Fasting is what's happening at the cell level, but through a different mechanism. We've done a full show on this. You can go through our archives, our previous podcasts, and listen to that show as well. And we talk a lot about autophagocytosis. That's not going to be the focus of this show. It'll be the focus of a talk I do on 
May 14th at Beyond the Con, but it won't be a focus of this show. So if you're interested in learning more about that, check out one of our previous shows on this. If you're interested, of course, register for Beyond the Con and let's uh, and let's get some education and use some stuff that's going to really help you and the people that you love. Now, we just finished up a uh, course that we did on um, cleansing and fasting. See, we 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 do both, but we uh, regiment them. We we segment them. So what we'll do is we'll spend like 28 days with our students, helping them cleanse, and that's taking them through. Uh, the use of uh, of herbs, the use of bentonite clay, the use of psyllium uh, and psyllium husk powder, really, and helping to use nutrients and herbs to encourage the cells to produce enzymes so that the cells start to cleanse themselves, you know, because that's really where you get down to the to some really good stuff. Well, we just finished that up, and then we usually follow it up, by the way, with a three-day um, 72 hour water fast at the end. And what we've done there is now we've said, okay, we've spent 28 days cleaning the cell, preparing the cell for fasting. And then we spent three days fasting the cell so the cell could have its final time period, 72 hours to heal itself up. And we have some miraculous things happen folks. When we, when we use this kind of methodology, what happens by and large is people have a great experience, which is always what the goal, right? We want people to feel really good for the work that they've put in on their health. Duh. Well, what was really interesting, I'm going to share, um, I'm going to share one story, you know, because we've, we've had so many stories. We've had so many wonderful experiences with our students um, in our cleansing and, and, uh, and fasting courses. But what, what really stood out for me this time is we had a, a woman uh, who was a little older. She was, I believe, uh, north of uh, 70, uh, cleansing with us, cleansing and fasting with us. And, you know, you could see when she first came in, she's like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm here and I don't have a lot of hope. And usually when you see that on people, it's because they've tried a lot of things and a lot of things haven't worked. And so, you know, we, we always talk with our students before we get started. We got to make sure that everybody's qualified to be able to take the the cleanse and to, to do a fast. We want to make sure that everything is very safe, obviously, right? So we're talking with her and she says, you know, doc, I got to tell you, I have tried so many things over the years and I'm, you know, diabetic, I'm a little overweight. I don't feel good on a daily basis. I don't have any energy. I can't really stand up. I can't really go anywhere or do anything, but I'm keep trying because I I believe something is going to work finally. But she said, quite frankly, I've tried a lot of things and nothing has really worked for me. I said, okay, well, it's possible that this could be in that same genre that, you know, you try something, you put your best effort in and and you don't get any success. And that would make me really sad. But um, at the same time, you know, that's possible. She said, I I know. So I'm going to give it a go. And I said, all right, well, let's, let's, let's do it. So we qualified her. She started cleansing with us and you started seeing something because we check in with our students every week, every Friday, we have a master class, and you start checking in and checking in and you start seeing something's different. There's a little bit more of a shine in her eye. There's a little bit more of a sparkle there. Skin is looking a little bit more vibrant. She's a little bit happier. You know, she wasn't, she was kind of morose the first uh, couple of times and that's no knock on her. It's just where she is, right? Well, 
by the end, by the end of 28 days of cleansing, she gets on with us. She said, and she has this huge beaming smile. And I was like, whoa, what's, what's going on? Something good happened. And she said, doc, I got to tell you, I had the inc most incredible experience. I said, what? She said, I was out having, um, you know, breakfast with my daughter. I was over at her house and your daughter has a garden. And she said, I, I usually go out with my daughter to the garden and just sit outside, you know, during breakfast and, uh, and she'll do some work around the garden. And I'll just kind of sit because um, I really can't stand for more than a minute um, before I get too exhausted and I have to sit down. She said, Doc, I was out in the garden with her for 15 minutes standing around walking and talking before I realized that this wasn't normal for me. <laughs> I said, wow, right? There's your proof in the pudding, something worked. So she's like, I can't wait to come back and do the next cleanse in the series because we have three different cleanses that we take students through. It's like, I can't wait to do the next one. I, I, I am so excited now. I, I'm so glad I found you and I found what you all are doing. This makes sense. It works. And I was like, yeah, things do work when you put a lot of good thought into them and there you understand what's happening at the cell level, right? And that's what we're going to be talking about on May 14th as well at, at Beyond the Con is what's going on at that cell level. See, I want to teach you what's happening at the cell level so that you are in full control of your health. And so today what we're going to do after the break is we're going to come back and we're going to talk about your body, how to start reading your body, especially the digestive signs and signals and, you know, sensations and all of them. And we're going to talk about what, when you know it's time to cleanse, when you know that it's time for you to, to get some good healing into your body because your body's getting a little sluggish and slow. See, the body's always talking to us and all we have to do is listen and then know what to do about it. And that's where somebody like me comes in. So folks, right after the break, we'll get into cleansing. We'll get into, we'll start talking about well, something, nature paths, crazy nature paths, love to talk about. We're going to start talking about poop. And I hope you stay tuned in because there's a lot of great information in here for you that's going to help you and the people that you love. All right. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after this break. Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Sickness is slavery, but health is freedom. So are you ready to take control of your health and rediscover true freedom? At EHI, we offer amazing courses in holistic nutrition, vaccine education, medical cannabis, and energetic cellular detoxification and fasting, exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Learn what every doctor should know, learn from people who really care and love what you'll learn for a lifetime. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org and bring the joy of energetic health into your life. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. There's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chance of getting sick. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. 
Stay protected with Cofix RX. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, -E and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Right. Welcome back, everyone. You know, folks, I am feeling like I have had enough rain <laughs> for one season. I got to tell you, I, I live in the Pacific Northwest and normally by May, by really like mid-April, it's gorgeous. You realize why you live up here. But this has been the rainiest season apparently in history. Uh, and it makes me worried about geoengineering for real. But it also makes me just go, my goodness, enough with the rain. Can we get a little sunshine and dry this out? You know, a little bit. I have, uh, I'm looking at my backyard and I have blades of grass that are like seemingly like four feet tall <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I guess I got to get out there with the mower this weekend and do some uh, trimming of the jungle, right? Uh, while it's probably raining. Yay. So, um, I'm feeling like I could use a little sunshine in my life, and I hope you're getting some great sunshine wherever you may be. Well, folks, uh, you know, today when we get into it, we're talking about poop, right? And I got to tell you, there are some great questions that a lot of people have about what does healthy poop really look like? Look like you know what I mean? Like, what makes my poop smell? Well, that's, of course, going to be bacteria and things like that. And in fact, about three quarters of your the volume of your poop is related to bacteria. Um, so, you know, if, you're, if your poop is really smelly, that usually tells you that, okay, it's time for a cleanse. Like that's one of the first kind of signs or that you're just eating something that, um, that your body's not really digesting very well and doesn't really dig. Either way, it's still time for a cleanse, any kind of smell like that. Uh, so when people say, well, how many times should I poop each day? Well, you should poop once for every major meal. So if you're eating a one major meal a day, one poop a day, if you're eating two major meals a day, you know, we're talking plates of food, then you should have two poops in a day. And of course, we hope you're not eating any more than two major meals a day, because really adults, adult bodies are designed to have one major meal a day. That's about it. You start eating any more frequently than that, putting any more calories in than that. And the only thing that happens is those calories turn into weight on your body typically. Um, should I poop as soon as I wake up? Yes. One of the great signs of bowel health is to make sure that you're pooping within two hours of waking up, preferably the first thing you do when you wake up. Uh, how long should it take me to poop? Well, it shouldn't be something where you can 
read a whole, you know, article or periodic journal, that's for sure. Um, it should be something where, you know, you're, if you have a little something reading, you know, a little reading material, I don't think is a problem. Most of us like having a little alone time in the throne room, right? But I think the big deal is, are you able to knock out books while you're trying to poop? Is it an effort to try and get it out? Because if so, that usually speaks to constipation. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, should I have to wipe more than once? Now, this is a very interesting question that we get. And the answer to that is no. If you have to wipe multiple times, it's usually telling us that there's a deficiency of fiber in your diet. You see, your poop can tell you so much if you know what it's really, really saying. And we, of course, teach all of this at the Energetic Health Institute. In fact, we have a uh, our next detox course is coming up May 20th. So yeah, our next cleansing fasting course comes up May 20th. Just check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. If you really want to learn how to do this stuff, we love teaching it. And I got to tell you folks, we love the results we get with our students uh, who go through these courses because students who go through these programs have skills that last them for a lifetime, right? Isn't that what education is supposed to be, right? Um, what color should my poop be? Well, I think that beautiful brown, that nice little Mr. Hanky, if you're into you know, South Park and things like that, that beautiful brown is a good one. You know, green is typically not a good color unless you're eating a lot of chlorophyll, a lot of green foods, then maybe it is gonna be a little bit green. Um, shape and consistency should have a good molding of, of what your uh, large intestine looks like, especially your descending colon uh, of your large intestine looks like and, and everything. Uh, how long does it take for what I, now this is what the question I really wanted to get to. How long does it take for what I eat to come out the other end? And now this is what we ta start talking about. We'll pick up right here, all right? Because this is a great place for us to begin. This is called bowel transit time, okay? Bowel transit time is how long it takes food to get from your mouth to the toilet, all right? From your mouth through all of your digestive tract, your esophagus, your stomach, your small intestine, your large intestine to be acted on by the enzymes from the pancreas, the, the bile uh, to be acted on by the brush border enzymes of the small intestine. How long does it take for food to be promoted through the digestive tract from what we're talking about, you know, using peristaltic waves and segmentation processes, you know, the muscles of the digestive how long does it take to get that food from where you chewed and swallowed out the other end, right? It's a fair question. It's a good question. It's a question we should all know the answer to. Well, when we look at bowel transit time, let's start talking in terms of ideal. And then I'm going to give you a way to test this too, because it's a really fun experiment if you're into this kind of stuff. If you like using your body and testing things out that are safe, of course, I, wouldn't, I would never recommend something to you that wasn't safe. But, and, and of course, if you're only, we'll, we'll have an option. Let me, let, me, let, let me stay focused here. All right, I get so excited talking about things. Let me, let me stay focused, right? Dr. H, stay focused. What are you doing? You're going off track. Come on, buddy. All right, so check it out. Bowel 
transit time. How long does it take for food to move from the mouth all the way through the digestive tract and out the other end, right? From the gums to the rectums is what we say. <laughs> well, the ideal for us folks is going to be anywhere from 14 to 22 hours. We give it a range because it depends on people's diets. If you're eating foods that have uh, are more animal-based, it's going to take longer. If you're eating foods that are more plant-based, especially with good fiber content, it should take lesser, right? But 14 to 22, and especially if you're eating a little bit of both, like most people do, there's a little diversity in there. Um, 14 to 22 hours is the goal, right? So what does this tell us right off the bat? If you're not pooping every day, then you are by definition constipated. And here's the, here's the problem with that, my people. When you are constipated, your waste, or I shouldn't say your waste, the waste your body is attempting to get rid of sits in the colon, in the large intestine. And the colon, the large intestine's job is to reabsorb any last remnants, any last remnants of goodness, electrolytes, water, things like that, okay? So because it has the capability of absorbing electrolytes, of absorbing water, your large intestine, aka your colon, same one and the same, can reabsorb waste as well. And so if you have a situation where you're not having a bowel movement every single day, waste is sitting in your colon and being reabsorbed. And that waste, that cellular waste that your cells work so hard and use so much energy to get rid of is now being reabsorbed. And so it's like all that energy that you work so hard to produce, to use that energy to get the waste out is out all for naught. So what we call that is bowel toxemia. And now that your bowel is reabsorbing the waste, where it's got to go somewhere, it's back in the bloodstream. Well, it's going to circulate through the bloodstream. It's not going to make you feel very good. I can tell you that. It's going to give you headaches. It's going to make your vision a little blurry. It's going to make you not feel so good physically. It's going to potentially inspire some interferon production in your, uh, in your cells. And that's going to make your body a little achy. It's going to make your tissue a little sensitive, a little more acidic, right? It's going to basically be putting your cells in a challenged state because they're like, hey, I thought I just got rid of this stuff. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So the key is to get that waste out. And that's why we say the ideal bowel transit time from the gums to the rectums is 14 to 22 hours, right? Bowel movement every day, at least one bowel movement a day. Why do we say that? Because food, once it reaches the stomach, should be broken down into a liquid chyme until by the stomach, by stomach acids, um, really between uh, about three to six hours. It should be a closer, ideally, to about the three-hour mark. If the body is really, really healthy, has really good mineral deposition, mineral salts, you know, magnesium and calcium and potassium and sodium. It has these four key mineral salts. Okay. Again, that's magnesium, that's calcium, that's potassium and sodium, right? You need all four. 
then what happens is stomach acid becomes the most effective that it can really be. And now stomach acid as the most effective it can be really be accelerates the breakdown of what you've just eaten. So you don't get into a acid reflux kind of state, right? Acid reflux is a sign of, in my opinion, still this day, although I've gotten some new information, I'm evaluating, but to this day, it's a underproduction of hydrochloric acid. I've had a doctor, Dr. Robert Young, um, start teaching me on this. And he's saying, actually, that's not what it is. He's saying, actually, it's underproduction from a different mechanism uh, of action. And that, that's nerd speak a little bit. But it's still, the result is it's ineffectual, right? It's totally ineffectual. And why? Because the body is deficient in basic mineral salts, magnesium, calcium, potassium, sodium. You got it. I went a little bit slower for you right there, just so you could get it in there, right? So that's what it's about. So where do we get potassium from? Organic plant-based foods. Where do we get sodium from? Well, you need to add a little bit of sodium. We've known this our entire existence as a human species, right? Where do you get magnesium from? Green foods. Green foods are rich in magnesium. Where do you get calcium from? Well, calcium's pretty ubiquitous. It's pretty, it's not very hard to come by, especially in a plant-based diet, right? So what we got there is now uh, with a plant-based diet, we're getting the mineral salts, especially if you're adding some salt to it, you're getting now you're giving your body a chance to operate as it's designed to. You got to remember our bodies are two thirds to three quarters salt water. And then that salt, it's not just salt. There's also going to be potassium and magnesium and calcium, this incredible blend, this gumbo of minerals, if you will, that's going to help us get to where we want to go. It's going to help bathe all the cells in a nutrient dense salt water so that those cells have everything they need to function at an energetic level, particularly if you're also giving B-complex vitamins. Well, the stomach is three to six hours of bowel transit time. The small intestine is gonna be six to eight hours of bowel, of bowel transit time. And then the large intestine where we're gonna do a little fermenting is gonna be five to eight hours of bowel transit time. Now, if we're looking at that on the large scale, that's about 22 hours. But if we're looking at that kind of at the median, what that tells us is we should probably be about 16 to 18 hours. So now how do you measure that? Well, we have what's called a can of corn test, right? And of course, we're talking about whole kernel corn. And this is for people who aren't allergic to corn. If you're allergic to corn, of course, this would not be a good idea. But whole kernel corn, organic corn, not GMO, organic corn, the body lacks the enzyme to digest and break down the outer layer of the core. And I forget the exact name of the enzyme that we lack, but we can't break it down. That's why we have to, if we're going to get into corn, we have to chew it. We have to grind it. It has to be milled. It has to be broken down for us so our body can better digest it, can better break it down. Well, what this does, though, is it offers an opportunity for us to measure our own bowel transit time. Again, this is organic whole kernel corn. And again, this is um, uh, only if you do not have a sensitivity or an allergy to corn, obviously. But what you can do 
is, or at least discuss with a medical professional, uh, <laughs> the things you have to say in this day and age, right? Ridiculous. Um, you can do a little test on yourself. And that is, you can take a couple of spoonfuls of whole kernel corn, swallow them, and then record the time that you swallowed them, you know, with some, of course, some other food, you don't want to just eat them by themselves, but, you know, just eat them, take a spoonful or two uh, as a part of a, a regular meal. And then you measure how long it takes for you to see those whole kernels come out in your poop. And what you're doing is you're measuring your bowel transit time. And it's really that simple, right? So we get back to a couple of questions here, everybody, a couple of cool questions, right? We said, you know, what, what makes my poop smell? Well, that's going to be bacteria, usually bad bacteria. Should my poop smell? Not really. You know, it depends on what you eat. If you're eating a lot of meat, yeah, but if you're not, not really. You know, that's usually a sign of some dysbiosis, some bad bacteria in the digestive tract, stuff that can be tested for. How many times a day should I poop? Remember, one for every major meal. And should I poop every day? Well, absolutely, unless you're fasting. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Should I poop as soon as I wake up? A hundred percent, right? That's one of the first habits you should do is wake up, go straight to the bathroom and start training your body to relieve itself as soon as you wake up. Get the waste from the night before out because you got to understand while you were sleeping, your body, your, was, your cells were getting rid of waste. And of course, in getting rid of waste, what your body systemically wants you to do is to poop that waste out. It doesn't want that waste recirculating. So great way to do that. Start training your body to, to poop in the morning. How do you do that? Go get up and make sure the first thing you do is go in and sitting on the toilet. Don't go into the kitchen and put more calories into your body. Go ahead and sit on, sit your booty on the toilet and, and teach your body how to go to the bathroom and get that waste out. You know, one of the tricks that's really nice is what's called, uh, there's a company called Squatty Potty. I'm not repping them at all, but I'm just saying getting your feet lifted up so that your knees, when you're sitting down on the toilet, are above your hips. If your knees are higher than your hips when you're on the toilet, and then what you're doing is you're mimicking a squatting position. And when you mimic a squatting position when you're attempting to poop, it puts your colon in the correct anatomical position for full evacuation of the colon. All right. A lot of people have trouble pooping on the toilet because simply their knees aren't high enough. If you look at every animal out there, what do they do? Every animal squats. Every animal squats to poop. Well, maybe not horses. I think they just walk and poop. Well, but people, animals that walk on two legs squat and dogs. <laughs> I've seen enough dogs poop to do it too. So the idea, folks, is really, it's just this. Put your body in the best anatomical position teach your body to wake and go to the bathroom. What a great habit to get into. I had to, I had to teach myself how to do this over 22 years ago, you know, because I used to just wake up and eat and it's a terrible thing to do for your body. Best thing to do, wake up and sit on a toilet and teach your body how to go to the bathroom, right? A couple other quick questions and we'll take a break. How long should it take me to poop? Just really a couple minutes. You know, once you get that sensation that you got to go, should I have to wipe the bum more than once? No, you shouldn't. 
If you do, that's kind of a sign that maybe you need to cleanse. And what color should the poop be? Of course, that beautiful brown, you know, that, that what is it? Uh, I forget the exact tech on it. What shape consistency should my boot be? It should have be an inner casing, a, a soft mold of your large intestine, right? If it's too loose or if it's too hard, you know, that's usually a sign of dehydration or, um, or some kind of dysbiosis in the uh, digestive tract, right? There's some things that we can figure out. So, and then we, what we covered in this segment, how long does it take what I, for what I eat to come out the other end? Well, 14 to 22 hours is the goal. And really, if we're going to be a little tighter, probably about 16 to 20 hours, somewhere in there, but you want to be in a good pocket. How will you know? Well, you can use that can of corn test. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Redfield, Azar, Moyer, Walensky, Becerra. These are the CDC and HHS directors who've been served thanks to your generosity in supporting our grand jury petition alleging criminal fraud and criminal willful misconduct by appointed government officials. That's right, folks. Your dollars have gone to make a real difference, and now they can go to make a real difference again. May 12th through May 14th in Live Oak, California at the Church of Glad Tidings, both in person and online, virtual. We're putting on COVIDCon and beyond. Dr. David Martin, Dr. Zelenko, Dr. Carrie Madej, Kevin Jenkins, Tom Renz, yours truly, and many more. Nicola Burnett, John Hewlett, um, Nikki Florio will help you move from sickness and slavery into health and freedom. This isn't about rehashing what you already know. We're not going to bore you and bog you down without not no more outrage. We're here talking about what you can do. So you're going to leave each day knowing, hey, here's something I can do and it's going to be good. All right. It's about having this courage to move beyond the BS. So register at beyondthecon.com and know that your dollars are going to help children and parents injured by the experimental gene modification shots. You're going to help them heal. Your dollars are going to go to pursue justice. We're going to be filing more grand jury petitions and making sure we hold these criminals accountable. Your dollars are going to go to make sure this never happens again. Go to beyondthecon.com and educate yourself on the alleged crimes that must be brought to justice. Get free health information like my book, Art of Eating Healthy, um, Chapter 5, and register for COVIDCon and beyond. Let's do what's right and enjoy the fight. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. In today's world, there's no escaping the headlines filled with warnings about emerging viruses and dangerous superbugs. Genesis is the only technology that safely and effectively obliterates harmful pathogens both in the air and on surfaces. Genesis plus HOCL neutralize these threats to your environment in just seconds. Find out more about this amazing technology at genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a 15% discount. With Genesis, you'll be prepared for what's next. People often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best, freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America out loud. Welcome to the new era in communications. 
America Out Loud Talk Radio. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, so in this segment, what we want to get into is, is just a little bit of the some of the, the cool stuff, I think, about, you know, cleansing. And, and we're not going to, again, talk about fasting. We're really going to focus at that cell level of what's going on with, with cleansing, you know, and what does it mean? So I want you to think about this. Imagine that your cell is a room. And now imagine that your room is dirty. Okay. Clothes are all over the place. There's maybe some uh, some some cups and some dishes and in, in there from eating in the room. You know the the rug is or the floor is is dirty. It's got some dust and maybe some uh, some of our doggy hair is on there, right? Okay, and just imagine that room, right? There's there's clothes strewn about. There's it's just it's, it doesn't feel good to walk into. If you were to make that room dirtier, how easy would it be for you to walk around that room? If you were to bring more boxes in there, if you were to bring more waste and things just build up in there, how easy would it be for you to move around? Right? It wouldn't be. Right? So this is why we say the first step of cleansing, the first step of cleansing is identifying the things that you're doing that are for all intents and purposes, polluting your cell. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we have a we we have a general thing that we we do with everybody. We say, look, let's let's go around the horn and understand where are we kind of giving up our control over our health. Well, one of the easiest places to be to give up control is in our food. One of the easiest places to give up our control is to eat foods that aren't organic, foods that have been sprayed with pesticides. Now what you're paying for are poisons and the residue of those poisons to get into your body. You're paying for that. Similarly, if you're eating genetically modified foods, corns, right? Corns that aren't organic, they're almost guaranteed to be GMOs, right? Now what you're doing is you're paying to put poison into your body. You're paying to pollute your cells. If you're eating confined animal feedlot meat, right? The CAFO meat, the, you've seen the pictures from Food Inc., the pictures of the animals that are standing in their own excrement, right? Well, you're paying for those infections to go into your body. Those infections didn't magically disappear because the animal was slaughtered. Those infections are now throughout the animal's tissue. So now you're paying to bring that into your body. So you're paying for poison. You know, similarly, if we're talking about proton pump inhibitors or antibiotics, you're paying for things that are injuring your microbiome. You're paying things for things that are injuring your mitochondria of your cell, injuring your lysosomes, injuring how your body is designed to function. If you're drinking unfiltered tap water, if you don't have a Berkey system or something like that, then what you're doing is you're paying for the pollutants that are in the water. And we know that waters contain many pollutants, let, let alone the least of which are heavy metals. If you are um, really taking in a lot of, uh, of sugar, especially confined 
uh, shouldn't, shouldn't say confined, but um, especially corn syrup, like the genetically modified corn syrup, right? You got to remember if it's corn syrup, where are they getting that corn from? It's a GMO. So if you're putting something in there, in your body, like a soda or something like that, all you're doing is putting a GMO in your body. We don't think about it like that, but it's just a genetically modified food that you just put in. That's why the government has fought so ardently to keep GMO labeling off of foods because they know it, the public would go, well, wait a minute, I don't want a GMO in my body, right? So it's better just to hide it. And then of course, last but not least, is gonna be what's in these shots. And I'm not just talking about the, the newest mRNA shots, I'm talking about all of those shots, right? This is how people pollute their bodies. And when you put these pollutants in the bodies, particularly ones you pay for, what you're doing is you are dirtying up that cell, you are polluting the cell, similar to how you would be polluting your room. And if the room is polluted, if the cell is polluted, then what's happening is space within the cell is being taken up and it makes it much harder for the cell to do what it's designed to do, which is to heal, to digest food, to metabolize, to produce energy, to make protein and, and lipid structures, to communicate with itself. It makes it very difficult for the cell to do that because there's so much of junk that's in the way. So as cells acquire and accumulate junk, we have to create an opportunity for them to get that junk out. And that's where cleansing, cellular cleansing comes in. And that's where we, the use of bentonite clay, the use of psyllium husk powder, the use of, of nutrients essential for uh, energy production, the use of, of herbs, and botanical medicines essential for helping the cells upregulate their ability to detoxify. That's where all of it really, really comes to a head. That's where, that's where we can change this. So what's the first rule of cleansing the cell out? This is the first rule, everybody. Ready? Get this down. Stop polluting the cell. It seems too good to be true. It seems too easy, right? Well, it's really that easy. If your cell is tired of being polluted, stop polluting it. Stop polluting it and give your cell an opportunity to do what it does best, to heal. And what do we use to help the cell heal? Well, instead of giving it water, you know, dirty water that's polluted, give it clean water, right? There, right off the bat, your body is two thirds to three quarters water. Now you just improve that. Instead of giving your, you know, cell, you know, the fast food, the junk food, just because it tastes good. Now it's like, well, I'm, I can find other things that taste good that actually promote my body's health, things with antioxidants in it, things with vitamins, things with minerals, right? Organic plant-based nutrition, right? And here's, an, here's a novel concept. Rather than eating two and three times a day because we've been conditioned to and misled to think that we need to eat that many calories, maybe it's just about us eating once a day, especially as adults, eating one time a day. 
and saying, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to eat one time, preferably in the afternoon, and I'm good. Right? Am I going to be a little bit hungry at, at night before I go to bed? Yes. And guess what that hunger is telling me is that my body is starting to engage autophagocytosis. It's going into an advanced stage of healing. That's what hunger is. And that, that food will be there tomorrow. This is the joy of intermittent fasting. This is the joy of living a calorie responsible lifestyle, right? See, it's all possible. You just have to make the decision to do it. But it's easier to do, I think, when you understand and have a visual of what's going on at that cell level. At the cell level, cells getting polluted. We're getting boxes put up in there. We're getting, you know, clothes strung about. We're getting, you know, plates, you know, dirty plates laying all over the place. It's hard to move around in that cell. Now it's going to be hard for the cell to do what it does best, its function, right? So the cell is, there's going to be some problems. But if we stop polluting the cell, the first step of cleansing a cell out is to stop doing what is making the cell sick. What is polluting the cell? As we do that, everything's good. Stop polluting the cell, everything's good. All right? So what do we put in there in its place? We put in clean water. What do we put in in its place? We put in clean foods, clean nutrients, right? By the time they get down to the cell size. We're putting in the B-complex vitamins and the magnesiums and the, and the iron. We're putting in the things that the cell needs to produce energy. And then the cell starts to produce energy. And then once the cell starts to produce energy, the cell's energy gets used to help create enzymes for metabolism, enzymes for detoxification, enzymes for protein and lipid assembly so that the cell can do what it's doing. And then something miraculous starts happening within the cell. When the cell has energy, it starts detoxifying itself, but that's not really the word, right? Because that's for the whole system. The cell starts cleansing itself. So it'd be just like you after a party you know, your house is a little trashed. It was a great night and you wake up and, you know, you've gotten a little bit of, you know, some shut eye, you've gotten a little bit of maybe some nutrients into you and you look around and you're like, okay, well, I'm not living in this. This is a mess. And you start cleaning up after that party. It's the same thing for a cell. You're just, when you're cleansing, giving the cell the opportunity to clean up from the parties you've had, even if some of the parties haven't felt as good as they could have, Right. That's all you're doing. And now the cell physically gets cleaner. It's dumping its waste into the interstitial fluid in between cells. And then that fluid gets uptaken by the bloodstream. Bloodstream, it goes to the liver and the kidneys, liver and kidneys. We can urinate it out and through the liver, it'll go out through the bile ducts so we can poop it out. How cool is that, right? And that's why it's so important to have the elimination channels open, to be able to sweat, to be able to exhale, to be able to poop and to be able to urinate, because that's how your body gets rid of the collection of waste that the cells want out and away from the system. And when you do that and everything is flowing, everything starts working really, really good. All right. So what, what I'm suggesting to you is this, that your body healing is not only possible, it's what your body is designed to do. All you have to do is put your body in the right circumstance to be able to optimize what it is already designed to do. 
And that's what we've laid out with the, the cleansing courses that we teach there. We'd love to have you in it. I mean, obviously we'd love to have you in it. But what I want to get you to, at least in this show, is really simple. I want to get you to an understanding of how to read your body. So if you're saying, you know, Doc, um, I only have one poop a week. All right, well, you're constipated. We got to do something about that. Well, Doc, you know, I'm, I'm, I have like four or five bowel movements a day, but I only eat once a day. Okay, well, that's a loose stool. And we, we got to do something about that because your poop is always telling you what's going on with your digestion. And it's an important conversation. It's something we don't talk about nearly enough. It's something we have to start talking about because I think what we've seen in this entire landscape of medicine now is you're going to have to take control of your health because you cannot outsource it to these people who have completely lost trust, have broken faith with the people all for profit. We can't trust them anymore. So who are you going to have to trust? Yourself. And if you're going to trust yourself, what do you need to do? You need to know what you're doing. And that means you got to get some education in there. And what's so great about these educations is they'll last you for a lifetime. So the sit here, I can't help but think, you know, I wonder when the sun is going to come out. But I think we can make the sun come out a little bit. And if we can't see the sun on the outside, we can make the sun come out for us on the inside by how we feel, by how we're taking care of our digestive tract. And there's, you know, a little bit to it, right? There's a little bit to it. When we're talking about our digestive tract, I think it's so important for us, so important for us to know confidently that the foods we're eating are not injuring our body. Okay. I think that's number one. So that's where I run a delayed food allergy panel on every single patient I have. And I, I, encourage my students and the graduates from the school to do the same. It's like, don't guess about people's diet when you can know a simple test can hone people in. It's called a delayed food allergy panel. We'll do a, we'll do a whole segment on it. I, I want to share this, this with you too. I want you to know what's out there to help you be healthy in spite of this medical system that really doesn't want you to be healthy in my opinion. Um, once you get your foods down, and you're eating an organic plant-based, notice I say plant-based, I don't say vegan or vegetarian because I'm not saying you can never have meat, I'm just saying it doesn't need to be the centerpiece of everything you do every single day, right? Plants do. Our bodies were designed to eat plants. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, I'm gonna tell you, I eat a little bit of meat, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I've been vegan, I was vegan for four or five years, you know, and, you know, it, it was, good for a while it lasted and then ultimately became too hard on my body. So I had to back off of it. So the, these things happen. So don't, don't get caught up in a dietary name or an, an ideal, get caught up in to how your body feels and reading it and knowing what you need to know to take care of it. Right. Um, when you put a strong plant-based organic diet, that's personalized for you together with good nutrients, it now puts you in a position where you're not polluting your cells anymore and it gives them a chance to get caught up and start getting rid of old waste. Now you got your emunctory panels, uh, or I should say uh, emunctories open so you can poop, you can sweat, you can exhale, you can urinate. Those are working fine. You're gonna get rid of waste and your body is gonna move from being a 
bioaccumulating organism to an organism that processes nutrients, processes calories very efficiently. And in doing so, you're going to feel great. See, that's really, that's, see, that's, the, that's the rub. That's the win for all of this. You start feeling really, really good. So I do hope you'll check us out and I hope you'll check out and learn how to, to do cleansing a really good way with us at the Energetic Health Institute. Um, but if you don't, I want you to make sure that you're paying attention to your bowel performance because that's going to tell you a lot as to whether or not waste is bioaccumulating in you or you're doing a really good job of getting rid of it. And that's really the goal. Get rid of the waste that your cells produce every single day. All right. Well, folks, remember our path to victory on all the things we're working on has four divine challenges to take no offense, to speak truth, to be selfless and to remain humble. May our creator shine his divine light down upon us, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm embrace. Uh, next week, I'm not sure what we're going to be doing. I'm going to be at uh, I'm going to be at uh, beyondthecon.com. So I hope you'll join us out there uh, for that. I will put together a show. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do just yet, but uh, we will in future weeks talk about delayed food allergies. I want you listening to know what's out there, whether you work with me or not, it doesn't matter whether you go to the Energetic Health Institute or not, it doesn't really matter to me. What matters to me is you know what's out there so that you can keep you, yourself, and the people you love very, very healthy. All right. So we'll come up with a special show, special topic for next week. Uh, but until then, I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health uh, Institute and for Energetic Health Radio. And I say to you, aloha and adios.